It is Tuesday, September 29th. Welcome to our Living Room Sports Talk. Here, Macaulay, Zach Rothenberger. It's funny. It's, it's, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because we're tired, like we were talking about, or if there's a million playoff games right now, Zach, but like it feels weird kind of being back. And I'm sure a little bit has to do with like the hiccup of yesterday's technology, which we apologize, but that's all. My, uh, my, my trusty computer uh, going down yesterday in the 11th hour, which was great, which was really great. Oh, technology um, never fails, right? I know, I know, right? Dude, I, I felt the worst part, you know, that feeling we talk about with like, if you're going to bet on something, you know, you shouldn't do it. Like a spread that's just baiting you to take something. That's what I felt like when my computer said, do you want to update tomorrow? Like, I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, it's like, yeah of course I do, I but yeah. <laughs> I know, it was the devil. Um, but you know, we're back. We're back on the air. This is great to kick off another uh, great week, uh, recapping week three in the NFL. And you know, honestly, this sounds weird. And I'm not like suggesting we do this moving forward, but in a sense, not doing our Monday takes and letting an extra day to just chew on things, have that day after press conference and stuff, you know, like some injury reports. Like there were some more, there's a lot of falling out that comes on Monday. Like I didn't realize this, how it's like its own, it takes on a life of its own. Yeah. Yeah. Mondays can get a little bit emotional, especially when you're a, a Giants fan, for example. So, you know, whether what t- whatever team you root for, Mondays can be extremely emotional and it could cloud some judgment, right? So hopefully Tuesdays are a little bit more. You feeling, feeling a little better after? Um, I don't know. You find the Zen little, yet? Maybe a little bit. Maybe just a little better. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll try. It's therapy. The therapy. Right. It's therapy time. Yeah, you know, we, we, yeah, we got a great show for everyone. So, you know, it's great. Yeah, we'll we'll get you over it. We'll talk it out. It'll be I good. Um, it. It's that point, yeah. So we have all our week three recaps. Obviously, the NFL is making some headlines with all the COVID stuff. Um, we'll dive into that as well. MLE playoffs are right around the corner. So I love it. I hope we hear Joe G um, through the microphone tonight just because you can already hear Beachy going. I love this. Oh, yeah. oh but yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is going to be great. So, uh, and then we'll, we'll actually make up for lost time on Mojo Monday, but we also have our, our normal Tuesday segments, uh, show versus streets. So about to, while we're on the topic of normal segments, you want to do, uh, what we always do to kick things off Zach with a little clickbait cleanup or, you know, what well, I'll go first. We're in the baseball chatter, right? I mean, yeah. Teasing sure. that. Bring so the baseball. Yeah. it's funny how this is going to come full circle with show versus street too, but, um, yeah, I've been saving this sack. And it's why I should have a smug look on my face because, first of all, we're probably going to get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. Nah, these guys. You're undefeated but, in the playoffs. Yeah, I know. Everyone figured that out. Like, I almost feel like, oh, great. Is everyone watching the show now? Like, because we've been saying that for like months, you know? <laughs> yeah, I um, really have. We have. But, uh, but to that point, uh, there was something that just bothered me. And it like, look, you know I've been all about the rebuild, right? Like, I've been okay with with everything Derek Jeter's been doing and, and whatever. And, I don't know, there's just something that, that irked me mm. about JT's comments when he, you know, got shipped off to the Phillies about, uh, you know, play, like he was happy he was going to be going to a team that was going to be playing meaningful games. Uh, so, I didn't – I really wasn't saving it for this moment, but it just – you know, it's I've never forgotten what he said – uh, so I'll just play because I feel like this is pretty good clickbait uh, with, like you were saying, with the Marlins being in the playoffs. Um, the baseball season is extremely long um, and tough, and it, it makes it quite a bit tougher when you're not necessarily playing for an end result. So starting in May, June, July, you're already thinking about your vacation October 5th, you know, which is no fun because you want to be playing August to September. You want to be playing for something. And so it was definitely tough for me to, to – I don't want to necessarily call them meaningless games, but you're not playing for a playoff spot um, in those late months. And for me, that's what I'm most excited about uh, being here with the Phillies is just that chance to contend and that chance to play meaningful games late in the season. 
Yeah. There it is. All right, here we go. Dark is going on a rant, by the way, in the chat. I love this. Let's let's uh, let's get it going. Especially, I'm sure we got some COVID chatter going on tonight. Um, but yeah, all right. Let's let's get to the JT thing. So I'm not, and you know me. I know you're a Phillies fan, Zach. So I'm not trolling, mm. but I didn't like I didn't like the shot. Yeah. I'm sorry. What was that? No, I was just saying I didn't like what JT said. Yeah. No, it's it's ridiculous, and that's I'm glad that you held on to this. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's by uh, let's not, we don't even have to dive too deep into this because I feel like um, we'll get to him later on in the show. So that's a little, little teaser for everybody, but uh, do you have one for yourself? I did. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's kind of a personal one. I think you're going to, I think you're going to like this. God, uh, I don't so know. I, think it was ESPN. I feel for you, buddy. Yeah. ESPN uh, betters lose millions of dollars on the giants this weekend, specifically like the Daniel Jones uh, passing yards bets. All that good stuff. And, uh, you know, well, no blank Sherlock. Of course, betters are going to lose millions of dollars when you're betting on a bad team, a.k.a. the Giants at this point in time, when we've been bad for years. So why would you Why would you bet on them? It's a mix of clickbait and stupidity. It, this is just the start of your rant tonight. And I, I want you to get it out. I, I'm proud of you for yeah. getting on and, and doing – no, seriously, I this is ta- – this is <laughs> – it's not good. I actually have some some glass half full, you know, stuff for you. So I'll tell you, why don't we we'll save my my Giants thoughts for you, um, yeah. and and to that point, we can even jump in. Uh, um, we'll jump into uh, jump into some. I was looking at the chat. We'll jump into some baseball chatter tonight. Uh, but that's interesting. Dark stage is thinking that the Dodgers are going to go down. Really, one seed. Oof, they have some pretty. Stout Anything can happen so. in October, I mean, Zach. I mean, you are right. I mean. There's a team that I have my eye on that I think is going to make a run, which I don't think it's, it's not too hidden of a team. But yeah, I, anything can happen. No, oh, I mean the White, yeah. the White Sox. To me, the White Sox. The fact Dude, they that rolled today. In, yeah, they did. Four to one, and uh, Giolito uh, had a perfect game through six innings. I mean, and Italiano for yeah, you, right? That's right. That's right. Um, Re- all right, but also, so let's get into football here for a second. So. I feel like, right, the most recent news to break, the most, uh, I mean, right, I, 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 I feel bad because I feel like we're just being like every other show. Oh, my God, did you see that? You know, it's going on COVID? Uh, all right, but right, Adam Scheffner tweeted out, um, there's reports, right, that there's multiple positive tests, like eight in total, what, three players and five coaches or staff members, I think it was, uh, yeah. for the Titans. Um, and, and, you know, and this is obviously where the media just jumps in and goes, oh, my God, see, this was it. This is the moment we're all waiting for. It's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm not going to just try to sit here. And, like, I guess the reason why I'm bringing it up is because we have to bring it up. But on the flip side, I feel like w- what show are we if we just sit here and be like, well, Zach, this is what they prepared for. I'm hoping that when it was July and baseball was going through <laughs> it, this is what the NFL was taking notes on. Right. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> we know that already. Like, it's not there's not a whole like. To me, like, and I'm not almost. This is why it's fun because we have so much to talk about tonight. I don't even really think there's too much to dwell on. It's we'll see, right? We'll see if the Vikings get it, right? They shut down their facility. Tennessee shut down theirs. They're still planning on having the games. Anyone that's helter skelter, well, why would you wait? If anything, we've learned from this pandemic is just slow down, yeah. make a decision at the right time. They can always cancel the game on Friday. Yeah, and, Saturday, and even, Sunday. Yeah. They, they moved to Monday. Yeah, they said they would move it to Monday. I think worst case scenario. And, and I mean, how many false negatives have we have we seen throughout this whole testing? So you know, not to play that guy, but like, how do we know this is even legit at this point in time? So you know, 
we'll see. And if, and if it is, hopefully the players and the staff who are affected feel better and, you know, we can have a game, but their health is. And they're all asymptomatic right now too. Not that like, I know it doesn't really matter, but you're right. Like it's, it's one thing if they all started getting sick, Mm -hmm. right. But if they're they're asymptomatic, maybe there's a false test. You never know. Yep. So that's, that's a story. It's like, I feel like let's get back to it on Thursday on our show, because at that point we're going to, we're going to know more. Completely agree. Yeah. All right. More information. Exactly. Um, and it's interesting. So, uh, is saying that the Cardinals are the team to beat, huh? And the, and the you know, NL, they, they always seem to somehow pull a rabbit out and, and, you know, go deep in the playoffs. I feel like when they're in, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. We'll, have, we'll see. Right. That's why I play the games. Uh, but all right, let's get right, it. Let's right. get a little, you want to do some uh, week three recaps? We owe, we oh, owe it to the fine folks, the fine audience, right? Yeah, um, and no, I was just saying, uh, well, they're, they, they always, I was just looking at the chat. So they get tested multiple times to make sure, uh, you know. Yeah, like I appreciate test weekly, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if uh, LeMahieu just got on. Probably, he's, he's a machine. Unless Joe's just clapping at 2-0 count, that's great. Oh, geez, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's passion if it is. Uh, Playoff baseball. Oh, there's the singer. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. There you go. I love it. I, I seriously like how great is that? Like that raw emotion and like I I I know what he's feeling in there. It's funny because like there's part of you that that like you love, but then like I, I can't imagine the stress. The three game. I mean, I'll feel it tomorrow, but three game series is wild for baseball. Yeah, week week one is like pivotal. You need to win or game one, you need it's it's pivotal. Yeah. And it's it, it it's just a crazy time of year, you know, with obviously it's the game schedule. five and it's tied up basically. Like, basically, do you want to win? Like, or do you want to go home? Ex- exactly. And uh, I mean, with the Stanley cup finals last night, that's over with the, the Tampa Bay one. Now we got baseball in the playoffs, you know, yeah. it's just, football it's, it's season. good stuff. Yeah. And, and to that point last night, <laughs> I thought I just heard something. <laughs> I hear it. I love, I love it. That's, that's live fan. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. You know, it's funny. I I thought he said what you thought too, but actually, no, he said get up because it was Uh, getting hit. Like, it was like, uh, like, oh man, wow. So the Yanks are up 2 nothing. Look at that live in the moment, live in the show. This is great. This is what shows are made of, right? That's right. That's right. Memories and good vibes. You got to love it. We love that passion. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, exactly. If the director and entourage, the, the German guy, from uh, Smoke Jumpers. He would love this. You know, I need more passion, Vincent. Oh, he would. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not seeing it. I don't see it. Uh, all right, but I'll tell you, let's, all right, I feel like I keep teasing. I'm like, oh, right, let's talk about football. All right, let's let's get into some, some Monday Night Football recap. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll do week three recaps. We'll start mm-hmm. with Monday Night Football. We'll go in reverse because we always talk about Thursday night. Yeah. Um, let's do a little Monday Night Football. Uh, I'll start, if you don't mind, because yeah, I have some go thoughts. For go for it. And I feel bad because one, I think it's easy for me to sit here and say this today. But two, you knew it, right, everyone yesterday's, oh my God, Zach, it's the ASC dra- championship dress rehearsal. Oh my God. <laughs> right. Like that was at NFL network for the entire day. ESPN, same thing. I purposely right? didn't purposely didn't watch it. Two ambassadors yeah. of the game, and they're gonna see each other in the AFC championship game. I know, I know. Like two, you know, two MVPs. I got I got it. I got it, I got it. Like, and it's like it's one of those things, like it's a great storyline and a great game. But ESPN and NFL Network just sit there and they're just like, yeah, right? you know what I mean? It's just like it's basically why don't you, they're so excited just have Mahomes and and, and uh, Jackson just play one on one or something outside. Like I mean, you know what right. I mean? That's how giddy they get. Um, all right, but anyway, so to that point, I I actually will go there for a second. I don't think the game is as good as advertised. If you're a third party person looking for a close game, it wasn't that close. 
And, and to, to that point, I'll just double down and actually get to my take. Chiefs looked real good, man, like real good. And the Ravens, uh-uh, not so much. And, and I'll throw this stat. I feel like it's been kind of starting to get passed around. I love how some of these stats, by the way, like, they, like how does this just resurface until like after the game, right? <laughs> that Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are 21-1 and in the regular season against teams other than the Chiefs. Yeah. And they're 0-3 against the Chiefs. Mm. That's horrible. Yeah. Well, when, when you hear Lamar say that, you know, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes are their kryptonite, then that's that's a pretty defeated attitude, if you ask me. So what do you expect? I know. I hated that. Mahomes so, yeah, underneath shovels that, like, to really Anthony Sherman, the fullback for the he touchdown, Kansas City. If you, if you want to call it a rival, but come on, man. Mahomes looking for Tyreek Hill, and he brings it down. Yeah, if I was Harbaugh, I'd be like, yeah. Here's Mahomes, gets some pressure, man in his face. Got Hardman wide open for the touchdown. Really? Yeah. Come on, man. Like, got to set it up. Eric Fisher. The left So, Karen, let me ask. Did you know, do you have many yards Lamar Jackson threw for last night? Um... You know, it's funny. I was actually going to write that down. I didn't. Uh, I don't hey, have just that take, Just take a guess. What do you think? How much do you think he threw? How many yards do you think he threw? 75? 97. Under went, 100 yards. I went yards. super low. Yeah, under 100 yards. That's not good. I think the Chiefs defense, like, showed up last night. And they I think did, that was and, the X factor. Because to that point, I wrote down the Ravens only scored one touchdown. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, was it Devin uh, DeVerney ran that kickoff back? Well, That's it. Well, they scored. They scored two. There was a receiving touchdown for uh, Nick Boyle, and then the other Are one. You sure. Yeah, I'm looking at this. This the box score. This is Lamar. It said Lamar threw for a touchdown for uh, Nick Boyle, and that's it, I think. Yeah, and then the kick return. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They only scored one touchdown. One offense. offensive touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly. it. That's, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, that's yeah. horrible. Yeah, that's not good. And, and the Chiefs are known for their defense. And you know, I. It's funny because right before the game started, I was saying I thought the Ravens were going to win. And I was I saying to so Joe, and I said to Joe P, I said I thought so because I thought Harbaugh would would be kind of like up Andy Reid's like sleep, you know, like would have like an I don't know what up his sleeve. I don't know what that just was. That was horrible, but you know what I meant. Um, yeah. And he and he said to me, he's like, "Well, couldn't it go the other way." He's like, <laughs> and it did. It did. He yeah. hit the nail right on the head. It did. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, dude, I mean, Andy Reid and their, dude, their offense just marched up and down like it was the Rose Bowl parade. Yeah, no there, issues. Yeah, there was no problems at all. I mean, I think we got, and I did too. I think we we saw how the Chargers played the Chiefs last week, there the week before, and how they made Mahomes look like a normal quarterback for once in his life. I think we saw that. I know I saw that, and I was like, oh well, the Ravens' defense is, is just as good, if not maybe even a little better. So they're going to do the same thing, and you know, Lamar Jackson motivated all this and that. Nope, was bl- completely blinded by last by week two, <laughs> and he so. went. 385, four touchdowns. I mean, and I yeah. love what Clayus Campbell did say after the game. That's put him a half billion dollars. I mean, there's a yeah. truth. They don't play him for no reason. I mean, and, it's, and a rushing touchdown. I know. He went off. It's a hell of a day for a fantasy owner. <laughs> AKA came back. <laughs> hey, got love, hey, got love. He got love, right? That's right. Um, but all right, since that point, let's let's uh, let's jump into the Sunday games. By the way, Nicole Hartman had a, a pretty good day, too. What, four catches, 81 yards, and a touchdown? Yeah, he looked yeah, great. He played pretty well. He, he's um, honestly like a step below Tyreek Hill from a speed perspective. Yeah, or maybe yeah, yeah. Equal, you know, they're right there. Yeah. Oh man, Sammy Watkins is like Mister Reliable too. Did you see all those like five to ten yard 
dunks he had to, to watch. He's fun. I noticed he, he took a deal, not like for, I hate saying, like, I took it for less money, but like he took probably a little bit less money to stay in Kansas City. And I think he's smart to do that. I would. I mean, heck, I mean, heck, you have the best quarterback. If they want you back, you want to stay there and they're going to pay you pretty well, just do it. Yeah. Yeah. You just want a Super Bowl. So why wouldn't you ride that wave? <laughs> exactly. It's a pretty good way to ride. Yeah. Um, all right. But I'll tell you. So let's, uh, let's start with Sunday. Yeah. I know I didn't want to like just kind of stop you and jolt you there because you started about talking about your G men mm. during clickbait. Let's actually, you want to just exercise the demons and get it out of the way? Might as well. Yeah, let's just get it out of the way. Um, well, I feel for you because, you know, I'll, if you don't mind, I'll even just add a little, I'll be like your hype man for a second. Because, dude, I was sitting here saying that I thought the Giants were going to be pretty good. I thought they were a playoff team. And they, and they still could be. It's their own three. Yeah. But that was, as Josh put it, this was, I thought I couldn't help but laugh when he called them the 39ers because that's how depleted they are. Yeah. Uh, when JV said that, I was dying. But I, I, he's not wrong. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'll let Nick, you, get, you, you, you take it away. Just yeah, yeah. I, we I'll made, shut up. We made Nick Nick Mullins look like a freaking Pro Bowl quarterback last Sunday because our third down. They showed a stat at the game that we have. I think it was the best or one of the top three first down defenses in the league as far as yards allowed. Then second down we were like twenty eighth, and then third down we were the worst. So that's extremely telling. Um, I. I'm trying not to get too upset because it's only the third week. We didn't have a preseason and all that good stuff. It's a whole new regime and everything. Sure. But at the same point, I mean, all these other, if these other teams are doing it, why can't we do it? You know? So, um, you know, it, defense is just frustrating on third down, but the biggest thing for me is Daniel Jones, man. I mean, what, what's going on? Like all off season we kept hearing and I was believing in it. And I mean, I'm still a believer of Daniel. I'm not going to just, I'm not just done like that. I'm not, I'm not being that type of fan. But that it's one like, run dude, was like his only good play. Yeah, it's like, dude, all these dumb turnovers every week, especially in the first quarter, and it puts us down by two scores early in the game, and then we can't fight back. And it's like it, it's he's costing us games at this point, worse than our third down defense, honestly. Because every time he gives a turnover, the other team marches down the field and scores. So – it's extremely frustrating and you know, I'm starting to question some of the decisions Gettleman's been making and I'm questioning Daniel Jones at this point. I'm not off. I'm not off him, but I'm just questioning, like, is he really going to be our guy if he continues to do this? Yeah. I mean, that's the problem. I, well, so here's the thing, right? I, I, I don't want to overreact. Yeah. They don't They're right. They didn't look good. I mean, you're right. When, when Nick Mullins is thrown for 343 yards, that's not good. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Mullins, but yeah, it's not good. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> I'm out of sticks. Like <laughs> yeah. here's the problem, because you're you're seeing the growth of like the discipline. Like, they're not committing as many penalties. Like there's like little nuances like that, but right. you're also kind of seeing, yeah, but if you don't have the talent, what difference does it make? Yeah. Exactly. And, and that's a reflection of your GM. Yeah. Like you said, uh I, I think saw, it's a win-win because if you don't – and I said this to you before the season started. I said if you have a horrible season, he's gone. And, you yeah. like, I don't agree with what you and Joe G were saying in our group that one day, like last week, saying that it can take, like, three to five years to do a successful rebuild. I don't I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't think you go, like, oh, we're, we're kind of like a top five pick for, like – it's not the NBA where you yeah. basically can tank, double down for four years and get your starting four or five, like, you know what I mean, and, and roll off and go off with a free agent or two. I, I think – you, you can be good in – it's weird because you can be good and quicker at the time in the NFL, I think. And there 
I, I truly believe that Gettleman's like the Pied Piper and everyone's just listening and following him out, like the children following him out of town. Like, and that's kind of like, because he keeps saying, I got a plan. He's like the music man, right? Yeah. Like he's just like always saying like, oh, the band's going to be great. And like, I, you know, we're going to be great. And we're going to make, make great music. But it, he's a fraud. Yeah, it's a lot of talk and there's been no results. I think I think I saw, and I'm not sure if this is correct, but I know it's this is ballpark figures. I saw out of the 30-some players he's drafted for the Giants, only I think seven of them are actually on our active roster because they've had to cut or they got rid of trades. It's horrible. Whatever. Yeah, that's, that's so bad. Like that's- don't listen to I don't care who those seven guys are, unless it's like a circumstance. Like, even if it's dude, even if it's a circumstance like like, oh, I got Aaron Rodgers, like a Ted, like we're like. No, it doesn't matter. No. Because if you have like seven guys are not going to win you a Super Bowl. You need more. You need depth. Like, yeah. Like, I thought Jerry Reese had gotten a bad, bad uh, rap. But I mean, some of the stuff he did towards the end of his career was like, was iffy. But I mean, at least you could say with him, we had longevity with his draft picks. Whereas Gettleman, I mean, I know he's only been in for a cup of coffee, as you would say, but um, he he's not hitting on any of his draft picks so far. No. Like, you know, so. I don't know what I don't. I really don't know what to say. Besides, I guess we'll see. You know, I'm tired of every Sunday where my fantasy team is my only thing that I look forward to at this point in time because I can't we watch a good, team. a good team. Well, but, and you know, and and, no. and I think just to, to spin this into the 49ers here for a second, that's a good win for them. Oh yeah, to go out and win both those games at MetLife, that's good for them. Yeah, I mean, they basically beat us. Yeah, they basically destroyed us with like all their with their their preseason lineup. So that says a lot for. A, how bad we are, but also how well how well um, their their team is just as a unit from top to bottom. So you'll go out. Speaking of, you're basically joining them with a flight out west and going uh, and playing the Rams mm. uh, while they'll play uh, Sunday night against the Eagles, uh, which will be interesting to break yeah, down. That's right. um, and we'll get to their game in a little bit. Uh, but speaking outside, while well, we just right, speaking of Sunday night football, uh, yeah, man, you want to do both of our teams, I guess, and knock yeah. them out. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not going to try to be like, oh, Zach, don't, don't tell me that the Packers are. I, I, I look, they're they're playing good football. Um, I don't know. You 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 got any? I, I mean, I got no. Aaron Rodgers is in the MVP conversation, if you ask me, at this point in time. And I hate doing early season MVP conversation, but like, he needs the credit. It's due. Yeah, he's play, he's playing really well. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think there's there was the let's see like because it's funny we were we were talking a little bit about daniel jones josh and i you know just on the phone the other day and i was saying mm-hmm. this is the type of year you need to see him get better or yeah. do work like right like it's it's you, there's no none of this like eh, maybe like mm-hmm. easier to, like i was basically saying to josh i was like how many quarterbacks do you see that are really good where it's like oh i didn't think he was good or i was still wondering if he was good until year three and then he, then he really wowed me and like took it right like if you start naming all the good quarterbacks in the league if I said, when did you realize they were good? It's like right away. Like yeah. the minute I saw them start playing, like pretty much right away. Like, so, um, but to that point, he spun this in with saying, and that's something I was looking for with Rodgers this year. Cause it's right. He has not played well his last few years. They haven't played well. Um, the offense didn't look great last year. It looks great this year. I mean, uh, so I'll throw a stat at you. Um, that's pretty, that's pretty remarkable. Mm. So they've had, uh, let's see, 30 series altogether where they run out on the field to start a series. Uh, out of the 30, 13 of them have been touchdowns. So almost half. Seven have been field goals. So over half of them, are either they're scoring. Uh, well over half. Two-thirds of them, they're, they're, uh, they're scoring. Five punts. 
two turnovers on downs, which one was on the one yard line, yeah. uh, and three kneel downs. So that's phenomenal. Yeah, I mean that's it's all. I think you got to give Matt Lafleur a lot of credit for that, right? I mean, dude, like there, there's so many guys springing open. They're getting tight ends involved. Alan Lazard looks great. They're getting the running backs involved. Like they. They do seem like they're clicking on all cylinders. But the thing is, you got to remember, this is week three. It doesn't matter. And none of this matters. Remember the Rams were the greatest team ever like two years ago when they were undefeated? Yeah, but, I mean, hey, get, starting off like this doesn't hurt, put you that way. So, you can't win a Super Bowl in the first three weeks, but you can't you can't lose it either. But you can absolutely increase your odds for sure by starting 3-0. So. Well, and it's funny you say that because I think this game was huge on on two levels. Uh, mm-hmm. So the first one being, and not to be like that guy, but it's like you look at COVID, right? You got to win these games. You never know who's going to get it, how it's going to, you know, it could possibly, you know, infect, if you will, a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, you got to win these games. You got you to win as many as we can. I, that, and that's across the board for every team, I think. Uh, well, but the well, bigger thing. Go ahead. What you said? No, say go ahead. I think you're about to say it. So. Oh yeah. Well, the biggest thing to me is, I'm almost going to come in from like an insecurity way of putting this, but if you can't go to the Superdome and win when there's no fans, no Michael Thomas, and the Saints are coming off of a short week, mm-hmm. being out west, you're not you're not you're not beating them in the playoffs down there. You're not beating them at all. <laughs> So uh, you had to win that game. And at least if, if there's ever a chance that, the, you know, right, that you got to go up to Lambeau and play in the playoffs and they ever see each other again. But, right, like that's that's why that game's so important. And we saw it last year, right, when they got their ass kicked by the 49ers. And I was like, I remember freaking out saying, well, now you're going to have to go back there and win that game. And then, of course, and then they didn't. Uh, so I think that's why it's so important. Uh, but is that what you were thinking of? Yeah, I was going to say exactly what you just said. And, you know, primetime game against a – you know, one of the top probably 10 teams, one of the top 10 teams in the league, um, at least what we think, you know, it's a bit, it's a huge win. Cause like you said, that's a team you could easily face in the playoffs. So it is, but I'll tell you this. I know everyone wants to make a lot about that Camaro run. It's like, let's do it together. Shall we all the missed tackles? One, Will Redmond, two, Ty Summers, do, 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 do. Adrian Amos, three, Jair Alexander, four, Darnell Savage five. And I, look, I'm not even ripping the D. The D actually played pretty well, but that was a concern. They had so many missed tackles in that game. And, and, and okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's early. There was no preseason. So I'm still willing to give them the benefit of the doubt, but I'm also willing to be the guy that says, hey, that's got to change at some point. Yeah. If you want to yeah, think- be the team that you're saying they can be, they got to they gotta fix that. Yeah, and, there, and there's plenty of time left. Like you just said yourself, there was no preseason. So I think we're going to see a lot cleaner and, and more um, more precise and accurate football moving forward. And the fact that you guys are 3-0 and and you're still improving those things, it says a lot about the Packers. So Definitely. And I, and I was looking at the chat too. Their, their line uh, has been pretty good. And I think to that point, they've been balanced, right? Jones, I think, is the key. Even Jamal Williams and Tyler Irvin have been really good just – helping them, you know, get those looks. And you're seeing that tight ends get involved, right, with all these disguises and stuff. So I think mm-hmm. uh, I think they look good. But let me spin it back because I want to just sit here and be like, oh, the Packers. What about the Saints? They're one and two. And I and I think – and I, I let me actually be this guy for a second, right? I think everyone's kind of getting drunk off the Packers a little bit here and saying like, oh, well, you know, the Saints are one and two, but they lost to the Packers. Like, you know, like whatever. It's Aaron Rodgers. He played really well, which is true. But you're one and two. 
You're one and two. Yeah. Like, are there, is there any concern there? I mean, I think so. Absolutely. I mean, the only, the only really ray of sunshine they've had is obviously is Alvin Kamara. I mean, he only had 19 touches last night and let's see, he had almost 200 yards and two touchdowns on 19 touches. So that says a lot over, uh, over 10 yards to be touched every time he touches the ball. That's the only ray of, of sunshine that I see. I think Latavius Murray actually had a pretty productive game being his, his number two guy with 12 carries, 58 yards and yeah. just a lot of, a lot of pop when he got it. But um, what's almost scary he, is, and Grant, they need Michael Thomas back. Yeah. Post his team Drew Brees put up good numbers though, but like yeah. for some reason it doesn't look like the same right now. No, no. And I actually, you know, one thing the Packers have done well is I feel like they've controlled the pace of the game. They do things like tighten up the quarters around the halves and make sure you don't get doubled up on like little things like that. They've done well. Um, and I got to give Alan Lazard a shout out. Six receptions for 146 yards. Woo. And touchdown. Yeah. yeah Alan Lazard is, uh, it, it's amazing, man. The Packers, I don't know what they do, but they have this thing where like they, they have their number one receiver and then they have two or three that are good. And then they, all of a sudden one steps up. It was like the Jordy Nelson and, yeah. uh, and who is he with Ryan Reno Cobb, you know, Devontae Adams. Adams. Yeah, yeah. 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 And and now Alan Lazard's the next guy. So yeah. Yeah, he's the real he's the real deal. Yeah, he's real. Yeah. I mean, we saw him playing at uh, MetLife last year. He had himself a day. Yeah, he did, man. He he's good. I'm telling you. Yeah. And uh, like I said, they have like a wide receiver factory there. So, well, and we'll see too. So they had the Falcons on Monday night, and then uh, the Saints are up in Detroit, which would be an interesting game because especially Detroit's feeling good uh, about their one. We'll get to that in a second. But I'll tell you, let's get to the other team that the Packers will be playing next week: the Falcons. Who man. If you're first of all, anytime I feel like you hear the word Falcons, you need to take a drink. Like it's like that drinking game, like drink something. You hear the word Falcons, it's that bad. Yeah, you gotta try to forget every time you hear that word. It seems like at this point, because yeah, zero and three should easily be two and one. That's a in in, in a division that is that How is. How do you squander that game? Yeah, I, I have no Seriously. clue. No clue. I think the Falcons' defense is just awful, and that's the big. That's their problem. I think mean, I think mean, that's their biggest problem because they clearly have all the all the talent in the world on offense. Even Julio Jones didn't play this week, but they still had a good showing, I'd say, offensively for the most part. Um, and then the Bears all just have this magic. It seems like, yeah. <laughs> shall we break it oh, out? Shall, I mean, yeah. so yeah, it's what twenty six to ten in the with four minutes to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can see the highlights. And if you're listening to this on the audio, my silence should really kind of paint a picture in its own right how how uh, if you're, you know. All right, I got to stop being biased, first of all. 20 points in the all fourth right. quarter. I'll, I'll spin it. Nick Foles comes. All right, let's, let's, all right let, me, let me actually try to be professional here for a second and not just sit here like a wimpy little fan. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, dude, I think uh, – Interesting, right? If you had told me, hey, by the way, that, that like if you said, hey, would you believe that the, the Bears moved on from Mitch Trubisky by week three? I'd be like, that seems a little aggressive, but yeah, I could see it. And they're like, well, they were two and zero when they did. I'd be like, what? Right? Like, yeah. like they're, and I'm not questioning it. Yeah. I almost, Zach, I'm almost going to put it to you as an NFC East guy. What do you think? Yeah, I thought I thought it was going to be Trubisky's job, and I knew he would have a short a short leash, which this the least the leash was shorter than I. Uh, I thought, but I mean, hey, it seemed to have worked out. 
you know, um, Nick Foles is for some reason has this like aura around him where he's, you put him in and he's like Superman, but I'm very curious to see how he's going to be as the, the starter going into the game and moving forward, because the only place he's had success doing that was Philly nowhere else in his career. He's been a lot yeah. of other places. So we'll see. And it's a, and it's not a marathon, not a sprint. It's he's got to play 13 more games for him. Yeah. And can, and can he stay healthy? Cause we've seen, unfortunately his injury, his, uh, his career has been pretty riddled with, riddled with injuries. Yeah, so. definitely. Their defense is carrying them, though. Uh, you know, and then and then you look at the Falcons. Good God, I mean Dan Quinn, I think's toast. I mean they had a chance to win the game, and Matt Ryan throws that interception in triple coverage. I mean, good God. Yeah, poor poor decision making there, and uh, yeah, Dan Quinn. I mean, what are you doing that? Oh my God, this is coming from a guy who wants to be winning his division right now. But come on, yeah. Well, yeah, he should be. He should be two and one. I mean, I know the Bucks are two and one, but you should be right there. My God, the Lions should be two and one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so do you want to talk about them? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's. Uh, well, uh, let me throw this out. So the Bears play the Colts at home next. So I think that game's going to be interesting, and I'll probably double down on this when we, when we talk about the Colts in a sec. But that game's interesting because both teams, it's like they're doing good but I'd like to see a little more and yeah. it's because, and that's not a shot at the Colts and we'll get to them in a second. I obviously, like I just said, but um, I, I don't know about that. I, I, it's, I want to see some, this is going to be an interesting game. Yeah, no, it, it will. I'm, I'm still, I'm very high on the Colts. They should be undefeated though, but yes, I, I know I, exactly what you're saying. It looks like, yeah, I'm looking at the chat. It looked like the Bears players were happy. Nick Foles, but I, I don't blame him. Well, uh, Alan Robinson looked rejuvenated. So, I mean, Hey, that's good for my fantasy team, so I'm happy to see that. <laughs> oh, well, there, there you go. Uh, but all right, let's take a look at the Lions and Cardinals, right? So once again, we kind of spin this at you, Zachary. Uh, <laughs> what? You're the Lions. You're the, oh, sorry, you're the Cardinals guy. It makes sense yeah. of this. I mean, like, is this a little weird that they lost this game at home? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still very hot on the Cardinals. This is, this was a little bump in the road. I think it was a little slap in the face, like wake up call. Kyler just had three interceptions, and they were on very questionable decision-making uh, throws. So, I mean, he's had five interceptions, I think, in the season yeah, already. Three picks? Three against the Lions, which honestly should have been four. There was one that was dropped in the fourth quarter that was, should have been caught. Really? Yeah, there should have been four. But some of that – if you clean up those – because, he listen, Colin Murray, from a talent perspective, he's up there. And we're seeing – it. I think he's taken a massive step this year and just watching him play is, is so fun. He's so fun to watch right now. Um. I think this was just a little slap in the face that that they and him needed that said, hey, you can't be, you know, as extreme with the ball where you're trying to throw it. So I think this is this is okay. This is an okay loss. I mean, I hate to see it go to the Lions for them, but it's a I think it's a loss they need early in the season to help wake themselves back up. That's a glass half full way of looking at it. I'll give the Lions a glass half full way of looking yeah. at it, right? You redeemed that collapse you had out in the desert last year in 2019, and Prater hits his 39-yarder um to win the game, right? So uh, it's a good greedy win for the Tampa season. They're zero three. They're done, and you got yeah. that's a tough game to go out there and play. So I, you got to give the Lions credit for winning that game. Yeah, absolutely. Can we can we give a shout out to uh, to good old Adrian Peterson? By the way, yeah, he, he had seventy five like rushing seventy five rushing yards. He's like, he's got over two hundred yards already on the season through three games. Like he he's their clear bell cow. It seems like yeah, <laughs> it's kind I, it of funny because it defies science. Yeah, it's just it's just crazy, man. Like you see that, and the, the Redskins cut ties with them, and now it's like you you see what he's doing, and it's like okay. 
Yeah, I do. It's 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 nuts. And I'm looking and, and and I'm just looking at Kenny Galladay came back. I feel like that was a shot mm-hmm. in the arm for the Lions too with that touchdown he had. They, they, um, they need yeah. That's why that's literally why I have my notes. They needed this in all caps. Like they did. They really did. Yeah. Um. All right, but also let's stick in the NFC North and wrap up uh, that action. So we kind of went into this game a little bit. Speaking of game winning field goals. Uh, this game made a little bit more headlines than we thought it would today with all the Tennessee COVID, uh, you know, news with eight people being positive in their organization. But, uh, to get back to the happiness for the Titans, uh, that was a hell of a win for them, right? They're, they're getting, uh, I think it was 24, 10, I think if I remember correctly, I was watching the game. Uh, they roar all the way back. They hit a 55 yarder with just under two minutes left to take the lead. and, And the rest is history. Uh, so and give, I mean, I feel like you gotta give Steven Gaskowski a lot of credit too. Um, right, I'm trying to, he had what five, five field goals, six field goals. He had six field goals yeah. on Sunday. Remember, remember week one, all of the ones that he missed? Yeah, everyone's trying, oh, yeah. right, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's a hell of a, I mean, it's a hell of a, hell of a way to redeem yourself. Oh, I'd say so. I mean, he had a what almost 20 fantasy points, I think. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, so obviously a lot of the, you know, with, with both of those teams moving forward is we don't know if they'll have games, right. They're saying they're still on. And then we'll just honestly, like we were saying, just jump, jumping on the show. Now we'll see what happens. Cause we're not going to sit here and speculate like a bunch of other shows like ESPN. Yep. Uh, yeah. Hey, gotta do it. Um, gotta troll them. Uh, but anyway, let's, I'll say, let's, let's, uh, let's take this opportunity to move into the AFC South. And we were just talking about the Colts earlier. Oh man, dude. Whew. Yeah, they kicked Colts, the Jets' ass. Colts defense showed up. <laughs> Two um, pick sixes, three yeah. yeah, I mean, there, I I didn't really have to put a whole lot into the into the note taking in this game. Uh, and reason being, Zach, I feel like I won bullet, and I feel like that says it all. The Colts defense outscored the Jets' offense, sixteen to fourteen. <laughs> Yeah. So if the Colts offense didn't show up for work, no problem. The defense said, oh, we scored two. We're good. Yep. They took, your wallet. they took Rivers out at the beginning of the fourth quarter because they knew they didn't need him anymore. <laughs> That's so bad. I saw a tweet. Are the Jets the worst team in yeah. the last 10 years you've ever seen? Last 10 years. Probably. There's winless Cleveland in there. I mean, but uh, maybe I'd say they suck. The and, and, and that's, I told you Adam Gee sucks, man. I'm not that not, not you needed to hear it. it was, I should say I said on the show that he sucks. That's a better way yeah. of putting it. Yeah. Like, and you agreed. Like, what? Like, what? Like, what was? What was the thought process behind them being? Oh, because Frank Gore signed with them. <laughs> what? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was their biggest offseason headline. Oh, they got Denzel Perry Mims. Man. Oh, I, yeah. Like, I care. Where's he? Hurt. Yeah. Right. From Baylor. Remember? Remember what we say about Baylor? <laughs> please. So, please. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not even really, like I said, a whole lot to, to jump into. Like Eric, Eric Bianami would be a phenomenal head coach for the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to play and, that and, game, but. And yeah. I think, um, oh, you're already doing head coaching carousel stuff. Oh, because Gase is out easily this year. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would bet a paycheck. Sam Darnold looks awful. I've never thought he looked that great to begin with, but he's proven to be a bust. Oh, Yeah. Well, I'd say it's funny because speaking of, you know, it's like another team, I think it's dead men walking, the Texans. Uh, and, and I feel like anyone that needs a lesson on life can do that for you. <laughs> the Steelers are never going to lose a game like this. Oh, you're down by seven against a bad team like the Texans? Oh, desperate? Oh, no problem. Through Seattle of, of the AFC. Uh, that's who they are. 
James Conner had a hell of a day. Uh, the Texans are toast, in my opinion. Bill O'Brien's yeah. going to be on his way out after this year. Uh, I don't know. Is there anything else that really needs to be said about this game? Connor, 102 yards, 40 receiving yards. Uh, the Texans are, I guess, a little bit up in the air in limbo too, just because they, you know, they play the Vikings next. Yeah, I guess you know, uh, they brought in Earl Thomas this week, which I don't know if they've signed him or not, but that's that's basically clickbait because that's not even if they do, who cares? Oh yeah, dude, you want you want to use that one, or you want me to do it next week? Yeah, yeah, right. That's, right? It's it's clickbait. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I hate to say I, it because Deshaun Watson, man, he's so talented and it's just like, he's wasting, they're wasting his talent in that organization right now. It's a shame. I'm trying to think what, like, it's like Mike Trout on the angels. Oh, maybe dude, not that's, that that's ex- perfect. Not, yeah. Yeah. Maybe like not, he's not that as good as Mike Trout, but like, but it's no, but like from a skill set perspective, everyone always puts Watson up there with like Mahomes and Jackson, like from a yeah. Skill- what he has and it's to hard offer. to say if he is or isn't when he's on a team that sucks. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I think that's a very, very accurate comparison. <laughs> um, all right, but I'll tell you, let's uh let's look at talking about quarterbacks that suck. Uh the Redskins have one. Yeah, Washington I feel negative. Football team. Oh, sorry, yeah, you're right, right. Well, just like the, the Redskins are no more, so is the Washington football team's chances of probably being good when he's their quarterback because he's not good, they're not good. Uh I, yeah, I'm looking at the highlights or trying to pull them up right now. Dude, the Browns, I, I guess it's more about the Browns than, the, than Washington, but uh, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, dude, they, they're, they're stacking wins. Like, this is what Cleveland was not doing before. Dude, they're 2 and one for the first time since 2011. Yeah, I mean, I'm still not high on the Browns, though. I mean, you beat the Washington football team and you beat the Bengals. So, you know, I need to see more. I need to see more. But, yes, you're right. The fact that they're actually winning games and stacking the wins – there's a games they need to win and they went out and won. So I will give them credit from that perspective. And to what you just said, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb is by far the best one, two combo in the NFL backfield, in my opinion. It's like thunder and lightning. It's, it's uh sorry, I'm going to get the double box there. Uh, it's horrifying. Yeah. If you're, if you're playing them, like the Ravens might like, well, obviously they just rolled them, but so I, I don't know. I said so every team that might match up, you know, but I don't know. There, it, there's a lot of teams I see. After week three, and I say we'll see. Like Bradley, like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I for for me, it's like you beat I think, Dallas on the road. If you can beat Dallas on the road, then I'm then I'm probably in a little bit more. If yeah, it, it, is that who they have this coming week? Next week, yeah. There's a lot of like prove it to me this week if you're good from last week. And that's it. And that's the and I mean the Cowboys have been um well they went toe to went toe to toe with the Seahawks hmm. this past week, and we all know what happened because that's what happens when you go to Seattle. Seattle. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, if the Browns can beat the Cowboys, then that would that would prove I would shut up from then on and just see what happens with them. So, yeah. Um, all right, Balto, we'll 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 lose that one. We'll save that one for the end. Uh, let's get to a game that I I, I, dude, I don't know what to say. I don't know what the hell to say to this. Uh, I'd be I'll, I'll start with this. I would be really, 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 really pissed off if I was an Eagles fan. This week. I would. 100%. I would. Okay. Uh, they tie the Bengals twenty three twenty three. At home, yeah, I know. I know you're probably you're basking in this as a giant. Well, I can't. I, I'm not going to say anything because we're probably the worst team in the NFL at this point in time. Hey, this loves company. So, though. So you can. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is not a it. shot. It's just. It's just. I agree with what you just said. That I would hate that you'd be irritated if you're a fan. I'd be livid. Um. Yeah. So if you didn't watch the game, so for starters, you got to give them credit for coming back, right? I mean. Mm-hmm. So they're down by seven with 30 seconds to go. And Carson Wentz hangs in there and, you know, rolls out and then 
makes a really nice diving play, although it was very synonymous to the way he hurt his leg against the Rams. Just throwing that out there uh, from a third-party perspective. Uh, but that's that's about all the – like that's like the happiest of happy for the Eagles in that day. I mean, right, like mm-hmm. um, they tied the Bengals in 08, which is weird because the game kind of reminded me of that. Just like not really good, a lot yeah. of missed opportunities on both sides, which is usually what happens in a tie. Um, yeah. Dude, they had a chance to hit a 59 yarder. They commit a false start. They don't go. Yeah, that was that was just horrible. But like you still it, to me, all right. Look, uh, my dad and I were conversing about this yesterday, and we probably had a little bit of different opinions. Because and, and I get what he was saying in the sense of like, look at the end of the season. It, eight seven one's a lot better than eight and eight, right? When you're looking at a playoff tree, especially in a division like this right now, which totally makes sense. Yep. And I know I sound like a, a boy scout. Not even a Boy Scout, like 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 a like, a, like, a, like, a, like I'm, I'm like trying my heart, like you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to really, really I don't know why the hell I said Boy Scout, but I'm I'm thinking more of my heart emotionally, right? Even though Boy Scouts, I feel like like Scouts are like the smart people, but anyway, nevertheless, I feel like I say this, and I know it's a lot easier to say it when a my job's online and b um, it's not my team, but I would rather lose the game trying to win then take a tie completely right? agree right like it's not one of those things like where i'm saying you had to go for it on like fourth and seven on your own 30 no okay that makes sense so you gotta play for the tie you had a chance to win the game try it like go down try it especially when that's his mo i i just don't get it and was, he even had his regrets i guess on yeah, you know yesterday oh did he yeah he said he would you know that you regret not kicking it the second time, but still, I mean, but sorry, go ahead. I interrupted you. No, you're fine. Was it, I interrupted you. <laughs> was it, uh, was it fourth down when I, when they punt? Yeah, obviously. Cause they it was, it. so it went from yeah. fourth and seven to fourth and 12. Yeah. So, I mean, and then they commit and then once they line up to punt, then they commit another penalty, but still, I mean, it's, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. It's like, I feel like when these kickers are in warmups, I feel like they're, they're making field goals around near 60 yards. So it's like, like you said yourself, why wouldn't you at least try it? Because you know that the Bengals are probably going to have a, a, a player down at the goal post, go goal post to try to catch it if it was short, and then just return it. You know, I, I don't know. So I, I agree. With you said I, I understand what what your what your dad's saying because like when you look at, when you look at it, that's probably the smart thing. But it's like. As a fan, what message does that send to your team? Too, I don't know. It, it, to me, it also says to your defense, I don't believe you could get the stop. Yeah, right? it's that's a defeated, within no timeouts. They had like twenty five yeah. seconds to play with it. You didn't think they could get a stop? Yeah, it's a defeated mentality, in my opinion. I I, think, I agree. I, I think they should have went went tried to kick it. But when um, I saw what the chat was saying about the Eagles getting Nick Foles back, there's a video that I saw on Facebook that was actually pretty funny about a fan that was running out of his house. I'll play it for everyone, oh, uh, real quick. Yeah, you saw that. Yeah. Where are you going? Where are you going? I'm going to Chicago to get Nick Foles. Nick Foles. <laughs> okay. Where are you going? Dude, he ran for the hills too. He was going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, dude. At this point. It's the Eagles are at a point where if you win on Sunday night football against San Fran, then then you got my attention again. But if not, I mean, you're really starting to play with fire. And grant the division obviously helps once again that it's it seems subpar. Sure but all does. it takes is Dallas beating the the Browns and them losing, and all of a sudden it's 
there's some lopsidedness in that division. Yeah, I, I will say this, and looking at the Bengals, so out of their first three games with, with Burrow, they've lost by a combined eight points total. So I want I think we need to give the Bengals a little bit of credit. You know, yeah, the, the I agree with that. They missed a 30-yard chip shot, which is ridiculous, to go to overtime. So, like, there's one should, that should have been overtime at least and could have contended to be a win. And they went toe-to-toe with the Browns on, you know, and they were looking feisty on a Thursday night, the Browns were. So that's a tough loss. And then you got the Eagles, probably should have won the Bengals, but a tie, you know, you need to win and those games. But I think they got the, Jacksonville at home next week. So that's going to be, I like that, man. You got to win that game if you're, if you're yeah. Cincinnati. You need to win that because you got Baltimore and the Colts right after it. So <laughs> lock. Yeah. Um, all right, but that's it. Let's uh, let's look at another AFC team. The Bills that got a win. They win 35-32 in a roller coaster game uh, over the Rams. Zach, uh, what did you think of this one? Yeah, roller coaster is the way to put it because I'm pretty sure they were up. They weren't, weren't they up twenty eight to three? Yeah, and the Rams came roaring back, and then Josh Allen put together a, a nice drive at the end to win. Which dude, Josh Allen, like we knew he had potential, but he's really. He took like 10 steps above this season so far. I'm just looking opinion. at this touchdown too. Uh, an old teammate of mine from middle school, Zach, catching a touchdown pass and Tyler Croft. <laughs> oh, that's right. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It's small world, right? Uh, good for him. That's awesome. That's really – that's so cool. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about it too, just watching. I was like, wow, that's so neat. Like like thinking about that, that, you know, catching a game winner like that. So And and his family and his – you know, especially his dad was more coach, but his family was the nicest, you know, and, and stuff growing up. So – uh, really happy for him, but dude, that's a great win because that's a game here. I'll, I'll, if you're a Bills fan, you need to hear something. You might feel a little about how that went. Just win the game. All that matters is you won the game. Yeah. If you lose that game, you're screwed. Yeah. But if you win that game, you're fine. It doesn't matter as long as you win that game in September. It doesn't matter how you did it, where, what happened. Just win. Yep, completely agree. And hey, the Rams are proving. I thought the Rams would be awful this year, but they're proving to actually be semi tough as we've, we've seen so far and big win. It's a big win for the bills. Yeah. And, and you're right. The Rams had to go back East the second time. So they flew out there. They did like back and forth with the flight. Um, they they're at home this week against the giants, your giants, obviously. Uh, so I think that even will be an interesting game because right. The giants go out there and give them trouble. Then it's like, well, who are they? The Rams that is. Yeah. Yeah, it's who are they to both teams? <laughs> but yes, I agree. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, all right, but I'll say let's uh, let's move into the old AFC action, right? Raiders and New England. Uh, not really much happened. 36-20 beatdown. Rex mm-hmm. Burke had three touchdowns. Bill Belichick, 275th career win. Uh, and it's evident, very evident, that New England can ground and pound and run the ball successfully. Yeah, no, that that's extremely well put <laughs> um yeah cam newton is he's having a great year and, and hopefully he can stay healthy for the patriots sake because they're proving a lot of people wrong right now so yeah they're not skipping a beat they're just as good i feel like yeah like I, thought that I thought their defense would, would struggle with all the players that opted out but uh that's not the case just Bill Belichick, so he's the best coach ever in my opinion i think he really is yeah except for when you know when they cheat but yes that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, all right, but to Panthers Chargers, right? Uh, this is a seeking good win for the Panthers, I thought. I mean, I, to go on the road, get your first career win for Matt Rule in the NFL, uh, they grit it out and they win. Yeah, no, a huge, huge win for uh, for Rule. Good win for them. Did you see the last play by chance, how the uh, the trick play almost worked? I did. I heard about it. I saw that the, the Panthers won 21-16. Was it that close? 
the Chargers had a, a blatant touchdown, but so Keenan Allen uh, caught it, and Eckler was coming like for the hook for the you know the ladder toss, and um, Allen tossed it a little bit behind Eckler, and Eckler couldn't hold on to it, so they dropped it. But if he would have caught it, he had a wide open. He would have scored like easily. Oh scored. my god, really? Yeah, like it was wide I open. Th- I had to rewatch that. But that's a typical, you know, and the Chargers do have a spot. That's in my Chargers, heart, but like, yeah. But that's a typical Chargers loss. Yeah. You know, it's all you can say, unfortunately. Yeah, and also you're talking about things that you can say, unfortunately. The Broncos, man, good God. They got rocked. 28-10 against the Bucks. Uh, so I guess real quick, there's not a whole lot to take away from this game except that I would ask you, uh, is your stock going up on Tampa or are you still still nothing? I'm still wait, I'm still on hold. Just because I okay, they held the the Broncos to ten points. Their offense sucks. They had Jeff Driscoll as their quarterback. So I need to see something more impressive, honestly. That's fair. That's it. Not to be too yeah. hard on them, but no, and the Broncos, I actually the Broncos are gonna beat the Jets on Thursday night, but dude, I, I think they're really, I, think they're, I think they're two of the worst I think they're two of the worst teams in football. I really do. Yeah, that'll be a snooze, snooze fest, that's for sure. And uh and to round it out for the Sunday games, right? Cowboys, Seahawks. The Sunday 425 game on the Eastern time zone, right? Uh, pretty good game. Uh, and I wish this is a point where we get to plug the show in a positive way, because if you watch the show religiously, you know that we've been talking about this since April. That's right. Honestly, more so. Should we spin the clocks back a, a second? Oh, yeah. First of all, why don't we set the table for a second? Yeah. Tell me if you heard this before, Zach. Ready? Team is at home. Team is losing in the fourth quarter. They have the ball with like by less than touchdown. And they have the ball with like three minutes ago or whatever. Maybe it goes in overtime. Either way. Home team winning? Absolutely. Which team is that? <laughs> oh, I would say uh let's see. Seahawks. <laughs> uh Seattle. Yep. yep. Hey, there you go again. Look at that. Down by one. No, no problem. Third and three. Oh no. Russell Wilson, the rescue. Uh, per usual, five touchdown passes, 14 in three weeks, which is an NFL record. Uh, but it's funny, and, and I, I die laughing because uh, Chad nailed this. Do you remember when we were doing the mock draft back in April? Oh, yeah. And and Murph was talking, and Murph's little brother was uh, Danny Murphy was drafting, and he uh, he picked, he was saying that he was taking, I think, Trayvon Diggs because he said he wanted to stop playing in so many tight games in Seattle, but here Chad pretty much painted a picture of uh, why there's no problems for Seattle. So, so what went into getting digs though, Dan? Um, Just needed a cornerback, sure up the defense a little tired of playing from behind almost every single game. It seems like. Oh, and, but it's uh, Seattle. <laughs> they they it's the, okay. They win that game. Every, they win the game no matter what. <laughs> yeah, throw, so, so, what went- so spot on. They win every yeah. time. And it's funny because Chad texted me his bet. So I literally, like right at the exact same time when Seattle got that ball, we were saying like, here's the moment, here it is. And he was saying he wanted to send, he set the screenshot of his bet. Uh, look at that. And he's being responsible. Nice $10. I like that. Seeing just being nice. And, what did he do the live money line? Yeah. Oh yeah. So what was it? Um, it was risk 10 to win 847. So he you know, got his 10 pluses 847. So we got 1847 out of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But whatever. I mean, typical stuff with Seattle, nothing new. Mm. Yeah. No, they're again, that's one of those magic teams where they just Russell Wilson walks on the field and they win. So, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, all right, but so we're wrapping up the show here. We got five more minutes left. We got to get in some postseason chatter. Uh, dude, I'm pumped, right? You pumped for the MLB playoffs a little bit. We got some a lot of games tomorrow. Uh, some already started tonight. The White Sox rolled 4-1. Uh, the Astros rolled 4-1. They kind of came back. That was a good pitching little matchup mm-hmm. until uh, the ninth inning when they played uh, three runs to go ahead. Uh, Yanks are up 2-0 right now, it still looks like. And I believe the Rays – yeah, the Rays are up 3-1 right now. So, okay. uh, yeah, all AL teams today, um, and t- I mean Tuesday, Wednesday, it's it just like uh, – I think it's both big- AL and NL, NL, yeah. right? Yeah, so so what uh, what are you looking forward to the most? Well, like I was saying a little bit earlier, I I'm excited. I think the White Sox are going to just carry this momentum and 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 roll through in the in the playoffs. I really do. And and seeing what they did, you know, uh, like we said, Giolito uh, with the perfect game through six, they won four one, and three of them being home runs. So that's that's extremely impressive. And they're they've caught their stride. And and I'll be the first one to own up because I was talking. I didn't speak too highly about the white Sox So, you know, a while ago. So, uh, oh, we're giggling saying what they're doing in the standings. Yeah, exactly. So they're good. And the Yanks just took a, uh, just extended their lead. They got another, another hit to make it three, nothing. Uh, uh yeah. So no, you're right. Dude. The white Sox are sleepy. Good. Mm-hmm. No, they really are. And it's sleepy, a team you don't expect. I can't even think. What about you? So the reds are horrifying. I think they're the scariest team on the NL side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just excited to watch all the games. Obviously, as a Marlins fan, you're excited. You know, 17 years has been a, it's been about a minute. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's so, always great to see your team in the playoffs, except especially like what you just said. It's been 17 years, so which is what I feel like as a Giants fan. How much it's going to be for me? So I can't. You know, it's rewarding. <laughs> exactly. And there's so <laughs> many games. So I'm like, I'm pulling up a tweet and it's got like the schedule of like all the different. You know networks and espn tv i mean it is just literally if you look at that wednesday schedule it starts at noon eastern time it's noon then one and it's like boom what like one two three and it just they start going off every hour it's incredible uh it really feels like march madness i mean dude i'm i'm pumped to watch it all oh i know oh yeah me too i mean it's one of those days where if you're working from home you just got to throw it on the background the whole day so i know it's, it's fun stuff it's exciting. Uh, all right, about so, do you want to wrap up the show with a little? Uh, little well, you know, we'll do a little Mojo Monday and Shiver Street. So I guess I'll do the Mo- Mojo Monday, yeah. uh, you know, for it. But uh, we're just gonna give a little shout out. We're talking baseball, right? Seventeen years. Uh, um, oh, trust it's okay. Uh, oh yeah, no, we're all good, man. We're just uh, rolling along here on a, on a Tuesday night, talking some football, talking some baseball. Uh, yes, yeah, so decades but uh yeah i'll tell let's do a little show versus street that wrap up uh wrap up the show tonight so do you want to go first yeah i really would like to ask you this one because I, I wanted to earlier but i had to hold it in for this so sure so now that obviously the bears have moved on it seems like from mr Trubisky, i know they've named nick Foles the starter moving forward um does Nick Foles as a starting quarterback mean the Bears are like actually legitimate now, or like how are you feeling? What do you what's your take on them? Um, it does because of the way he played at the end of that game and the shot of the arm, like the chat was saying, like people have been saying, like I think he's good when he's doing this like this cleanup redemption tour, right? When it's like mm-hmm. oh good, just go down there and do to just be the guy. That's not his thing. Mm-hmm. Cleanups his thing. So now the question mark, right, would be is, can he stay healthy? Um, I love Nick Foles. I really do. I think he's one of the greatest stories in all sports. Uh, 
it's, you know, it's a great story about resilience, obviously, and determination. So I think, I think they, I'll tell you how to put this. I think starting him now makes that three and O real, more real than if Trubisky was there, but then it's just like, mm-hmm. right. I think it's more real now. Okay. Is that your show or your street take? That's my, uh, that's my show. Okay. Uh, street. All right. We're going on the street. Um, well, I guess on the street take, you, you ask like, how nervous would I be kind of a thing, I guess. Right. Um, I don't know. I, my street take would be as I expect him at some point to either not start playing as well. Cause at third, he, to me, he's a, he's a really good relief pitcher. So it's like, okay, well, he needs to go like pitch what eight innings. He's like coming in, you know, basically the top of the second. So like, mm-hmm. that's kind of my thought with Foles. I feel like, um, I love Nick Foles to go to trust trust in the chat. Um, but I think right, I think that's I'm more nervous about the Bears now if I'm a Packers fan. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes sense. I mean, I think that's a spot on take. Like, you know, let's see how he is being the starter going into the game. Because like yeah. I said earlier, he's only been able to really do that in Philly, nowhere else. So now I'll spin it back to you. Let's go back to baseball to bring this full circle because we we're talking about the clickbait. Mm-hmm. Was JT uh, making his comments, obviously, mm-hmm. when he signed with the Phillies. Yeah. Uh, is it a failure on the Phillies' end? And do the Phillies need to sign JT Real Muto? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have, two, I have two takes. I feel more strongly about one than the other. But if I'm going to be a show person and be more, you know, rigid, I'll say, it, I'll say it's not because it, by not signing him, you have extra money and extra space to beef up the bullpen and bring in, you know, some, some experience in the bullpen to hopefully make that better. And the experience of a strong bullpen and a just an overall stronger bullpen could outweigh having JT as the catcher. But where my heart really lies is more with my street opinion, <laughs> which would be, it would absolutely be a failure because over the last five seasons, I mean, Real Muto has been, probably the best catcher in major league baseball, if not like top three consistent consistency is like his middle name. Right. So from 2016 to the end of this year, he's batted. His average has been between a 275 and, and 300 all, all each of those five seasons, which, I mean, that's pretty hard to find, I think. And, you know, this year on a short season, he, he hit what 266, 11 home runs, 32 RBIs. That's, strong numbers for where he hits in the lineup. And it's also important from a pitcher's perspective because you need to have that consistency of who you're throwing to behind the plate. You need to build yeah, that. catching for Yeah, absolutely. You need to build that bond and that's extremely important, which, and if they can build that, you might not need to spend as much in the bullpen because if the bullpen and the relief pitchers build more of a relationship with Romuto, maybe that'll make them pitch a little bit better and it just helps them get better. Long story short. Yeah. So I believe more so it would be a failure, you know, I see both sides, but I do believe that he needs to stay on the team. And especially another point I want to add, sorry not to go on. Go for it. Is you see everyone on the team has his back, especially Bryce Harper saying. Yeah. So if the Phillies let Real Muto walk, you're going to start to see some frustrated. Unhappy campers. Yeah, unhappy campers that are vital to the Phillies' success. So, yeah. Also, while we're at it, speaking of unhappy campers, we wouldn't be happy campers if no one wanted to follow or subscribe to us. That would suck. Right. Uh, so if you like what you're watching and you uh, enjoyed the show, we'd love a little follow, a little heart to the left. And if you got Amazon Prime, it's free to subscribe. Uh, and everyone wins then. 
uh and you can do that to the to the right uh but if not uh check us out on social media right while you're at it hey uh, at underscore get sidetracked. Uh, you can check us out. Like I said, if you're listening uh, on Spotify or iTunes, where you can also check all our audio episodes, uh, give us a check out on our video episodes on Twitch uh, TV slash get underscore sidetracked and make sure you check us out on our website for all the cool pics and all sorts of good stuff um, at www.get-sidetracked.com. Um, yeah. So this is fun. We'll play baseball night. We uh, will have Thursday night football jets Broncos. But whatever, we'll, we'll make it interesting. We'll make it interesting on the show on Thursday. Um, this is fun. Yeah, it's fun to get back on the airways. Oh, thanks, John, for for the chat and all the great feedback. We want to thank everyone, obviously, oh, yeah. in the in the chat too for all for all the great stuff tonight. Um, but want to thank everyone for listening, and we'll see everyone in the living room at seven o'clock on Thursday. Yeah. Cheers, Cheers. everyone.